let's jump into it, shall we? Now, the first article we are going to be talking about is from New York Magazine. And if you have kids in school, I need you to pay attention to what is being said. So last night on um, on Actively Unwoke, I posted this article, which is basically a Cliff's Note version of four different articles that have come out in the last few weeks from major media publications talking about why we should just do away with parental rights. Essentially, like parents are really dangerous for kids, really like parents really screw up kids lives. And I don't know what the big deal about parental rights is. Can't we just get rid of those annoying things? I swear to God, there has been a rash of these articles lately. And let me tell you what. If we lose the battle over parental rights. That is the ball game, folks. That's it. And if you think this is theoretical, there is a bill in California right now that would allow a school psychologist to take your child away from you and put them in a group home just because the school psychologist decides that they that they want to do that. This is not a theoretical thing. This is something that they are trying to pass in legislators right now. So let's just let's just play this out now. And I think we can acknowledge there are some situations in which it might be beneficial for mental health professionals to be able to take kids out of their home without the parents understand, like being informed or approving of it. If the kid is being physically abused, then okay, we can acknowledge that there are scenarios in which that should probably be considered, right? However, Here's what's going to happen. Johnny Jones comes home from school. Johnny Jones says, I'm not Johnny, I'm Jane. Parent goes, nope, you're Johnny. Kid goes, no, I'm Jane, and I want to start medically transitioning. Parent goes, nope, that's not going to happen, and we're going to call you Johnny. And then the kid goes to school, and the kid goes to the school psychologist's office and goes, my parents are denying my lived experience, and I am Jane, and I am a girl, and they aren't letting me transition, and aren't they horrible parents? And then the school psychologist goes, yes, Johnny, or Jane, rather, because the school psychologist would totally go along with this, because the school psychologist has to be affirming over everything, and they would go, yes, Jane, you are correct. Your parents are horrible, awful people, and we need to remove you from the home so that you are not put in danger by these people. That is exactly what's going to happen. I promise you. That is exactly what's going to happen with this bill in California. Quick break to acknowledge some super chats. Julie says, happy birthday. My gift to you as I signed up for the webinar tomorrow. Thank you, Julie. I am doing a webinar tomorrow called Love Your Leadership Style. We're going to have a great time. You're going to be getting a disc profile very soon, Julie. And I really do appreciate that. We're going to have a great webinar tomorrow. You can find out more about that on, on the Substack. Actually, just go to the Unwoke Your Work series right at the top. Kino says, is it too late for me to submit to the AIR contest? No, not at all. We're doing it through the end of the month. So you got plenty of time. And then I have a nice big super chat from Murphy's Pool with a butt. Thank you, Murphy's Pool, for the nice ass. I appreciate that. Murphy's Pool says, just poured a glass of Buffalo Trace bourbon, not Peroni, in honor of Carlin, our cult leader. I ask all to raise your glass and of whatever you are drinking and wish Carlin a happy 29th birthday. So, salute. Thank you, Murphy's Pool. I do very much appreciate that. All right. So, so there are real issues surrounding this attack on parental rights, and it's not just theoretical at all in any way. 
the the craziest article that I read last night when I was doing that Cliff's Note version by far is this one. This article is absolutely nuts. It appeared in New York Magazine, I think, just the other day on April 8th, 2023. And it's called Children Are Not Property. The idea that underlies the right-wing campaign for parental rights. Now, let me be really clear about this. And people who watch Socialism Saturday, which is the Saturday stream at 6 p.m., we're not doing it this week. That's a different thing. But but like usually we do them on Saturdays at 6 p.m. I just have something else to do this week. Um, so when we watch Socialism Saturday, we have repeatedly watched a topic called Abolish the Family, where there are real socialists who absolutely believe that we should be abolishing the biological family. And what they repeatedly say is that children are not private property. Why are they framing it that way? Because socialists do not believe in private property. Socialists believe all private property should be abolished. Your business, your car, your house, you will own nothing and you will be happy. And one of the things that they want to abolish is the biological family because they say that children are exploited when their parents perceive them to be their property. So it is not insignificant that we are seeing in the headline of this article, children are not property. What that means is that Sarah Jones, who wrote this article, is a socialist. Or she might not be a socialist, but she is absolutely advancing ideas that are coming from the socialist left right now. And if you don't believe me, I've watched on Socialism Saturday many, many, many times, including lectures at major Ivy League universities. So this is not theoretical. This is happening in real life right now. Let's read this here article. Hang on. Let me make it a little bit bigger so you guys can actually see it. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it, the book of Proverbs says. To certain right-wing Christians, the concept is simple. A child can be broken or stamped into shape, much like a domesticated animal. Though all parents hope they'll pass their values on to their children, for some, the hope is more of a mandate. My own parents believed the Proverbs is the word of God, and they believed, too, that a righteous upbringing would produce an adult in their image. Who can blame them? The idea that a child should replicate her parents does not only belong to conservative Christianity or to religion at all. A proverb is common wisdom, and lately, that one is hard to escape. Authoritarian gospel to modern conservatives. Nowhere is that clearer than in the assault on children. How the left is framing this discussion of parental rights is they are saying that it is an assault on children. Wrap your head around that. The parental rights movement is not a new one, but it is enjoying a resurgence. Adherents say they're protecting children from harm, broadly defined. After an art teacher at a Florida charter school showed a student a picture of Michelangelo's David, parental complaints forced out the principal. That was stupid. These are these battles that conservatives choose to fight 
that will only backfire on them. You're telling me you're going to throw a hissy fit over your kids seeing a statue of Michelangelo and force the principal out of the job? That will be used against you, conservatives. Cut that shit out. Members of Moms for Liberty call for book bans across the country. Books with LGBT content are at special risk of removal. That is another thing that for a full year, just in case anyone is new to me, I believe that the book banning bullshit should stop. I believe it was one of the worst tactics that Moms for Liberty could have possibly engaged in. I think that Moms for Liberty is one of the organizations that has single-handedly done more harm to the anti-woke movement because of the book banning bullshit than pretty much any other organization in the space. I have called it out time and time and time and time and time again. If for no other reason, then it doesn't work. It doesn't accomplish anything. You get one book out of that library, they're going to replace it with three more. And then you get these those three books out, they're going to replace them with more. There is a never-ending conveyor belt of these books coming out, and you will spend all your time chasing your tail while at the same time making these books more appealing to your kids because all of a sudden your kids are like, why are my parents trying to ban this book? What's in the book? And then they're going to go find another way to read it anyway. And they probably never would have read it had you not thrown such a big hissy fit about it in the first place. So anyway, I've, I've ranted about the book banning bullshit time and time and time again. But again, these are the tactics that, cons- that conservatives use that get them in trouble every single effing time. The architects of the state bans on gender-affirming care for minors say falsely that children are at risk from predatory physicians and activists. A gender cult destroys families, claimed conservative commentator Matt Walsh. The child they held as a baby and raised and gave their lives to and loved and still love suddenly becomes unrecognizable. I would rather be dead than to have that happen to my kids, which is also a boneheaded thing for Matt Walsh to say, by the way. The real sin is that trans youth will suffer, but the parental rights grip might loosen. Conservative interest in the child extends beyond a traditional hostility to LGBT people. Um, This is basically going over some of the events of the day. I'm going to skip over some of this because I want to get to the uh, really crazy stuff. It's possible to draw a line between um, remarks that were made and the push for child labor and the rights attack on trans children. In each case, conservatives betray a conviction that a child is the property of the parents. This is how you know this person is a socialist. If a person is against a child being the private property of their parents, that's a pretty good indication this person is reading a lot of socialism because these are ideas that are explicitly spelled out in socialist material. Because parents own their children, they can dispose of the child as they see fit. Well, no one actually said that. Naruto says, NPR rage quit Twitter being rightfully labeled. Yep, we'll be talking about that in a second, Naruto. I appreciate the super chat. They they can deny the evidence-based medical care. They can put a child to work. They can make sure a child is sheltered from the dangers of a serious education. When a child goes hungry, that's because the parent isn't caring for their property. And what a person does with their property is their right. Well, there are actually many laws to protect kids from things that their parents might do to them, like for real. But again, they're trying to say that parental rights are dangerous for children. 
that's why they're framing the discussion like this. Like any piece of property, a child has to value conservative, excuse me, like any piece of property, a child has value to conservative activists. They are key to the future that conservatives want to win. Parental rights are merely one path to the total capture of state power and the imposition of an authoritarian hierarchy in all of us. So it's no surprise that children have long been a fixation to the right wing. This is actually funny. Check this out. The late Christian Reconstructionist R.J. Rushdoony was a prominent advocate of Christian homeschooling in the 1960s through the 1980s. To Rushdoony, all education was religious. As Dr. Clint Heacock observed in a 2021 piece for Public Eye magazine, so, okay, this this is possibly my favorite sentence in this entire article. So-called government schools are churches in their own right, Rush Dooney believed, indoctrinating students into the religion of secular humanism. He thought parents ought to be solely responsible for care and education of their children instead of relinquishing them to the anti-Christian controlled state. They're trying to make this guy look crazy. I agree with him. I agree with him wholeheartedly. Not the Christian stuff. I'm not a Christian. But do I think that government schools are churches in their own right? You're goddamn right I do. Absolutely. So they're trying to make this guy look crazy, but they actually made him look based. I'm sorry. The state influ- the fear of state influence and belief in total parental control isn't limited to Rush Dooney. At Salon, the journalist Catherine Joyce reported that Michael Ferris, a Trump ally who is the former president of the Alliance Defending Freedom and the founder of the Homeschool League Defense Association, launched launched a parental rights nonprofit in the late aughts that sought to amend the Constitution to read, the liberty of parents to direct the upbringing, education, and care of their children is a fundamental right. Maybe, maybe, maybe there should be a resurgence in that. Taken to extremes, the concept of parental rights can be dangerous and even deadly for children. Proponents like Ferris and Rush Dooney before him ignore the basic fact that home is often no refuge, but a place of domination and abuse. The National Children's Alliance says over 600,000 children were documented victims of abuse and neglect. Again, they're saying that parental rights are dangerous for children. This is the argument that they're going to make. Naruto says we're all on a list. Yes, every single one of you are on a list. Congratulations. You all have FBI files. Let's just start getting used to this idea. And then they talk about how parents are so bad for children. State laws passed by conservative Republicans have made LGBTQ children in particular more vulnerable to abuse at home by practically requiring schools to out them to their parents. The denial of gender-affirming care is another act of violence. I'm going to read that again. The denial of gender-affirming care is another act of violence. Far-right activists invent tales of wanton surgeries on minors and irreversible hormonal treatments. Invent? Jazz Jennings had this on national television. How can you say this is invented? 
There is a whole reality series in which a 17-year-old had bottom surgery on national effing television. This is not theoretical. (laughs) In doing so, they obscure high suicide rates among LGBT youth who need gender-affirming care as a matter of life and death. Children who work may be exposed to adult dangers like workplace injury or sexual harassment. In the home and at school, children must fear gun violence in the name of the Second Amendment. Adults who encourage the proliferation of guns do so knowing well that children will die. If you own a gun, you are very literally killing children. In their hierarchy, the adult's right to a gun is worth more than the child's right to live. Reduced to the level of a collect- of a collectible or beloved pet, the child is not a person to the right. Only the unborn are spared the right's cruelty. While they're actually, and this is the problem with the pro-life movement, is it really does look like you guys just care about people before they're born. It really does. Only the unborn are spared the right's cruelty. <coughs> Conservatives claim personhood for the fetus but cannot destroy and requires nothing but a wound. The fetus is more valuable than the child because the fetus is a means to an end, the subjugation of women. Once born, a child's value deprecates. The parental rights to train their child takes precedence over the child's basic rights. There are ways to circumvent a child's established right to an education like conservatives know. Homeschooling laws are so lax in the U.S. that thousands of children have essentially disappeared into an academic void. If a child goes to public school, chronic underfunding uh, deprives many children, especially in poor areas, of a sound of a sound education. In much of the country, trans youth aren't treated like people with medical needs, but political targets. There is ownership and the U.S. rarely interferes. There is one exception to the right's belief in absolute parental rule, trans-affirming parents. A defiant parent is a threat to the right. They've stepped out of place and must be subdued. This is another argument that they're making. This is another argument. Which says that if you want to enforce parental rights, then some parents want their kids to be trans. Radical moderate, I understand what you're saying here, but the problem is perception. That is the problem that I'm talking about. Because ain't no pro-choice person going to investigate students for life. And by the way, a lot of those charities don't actually give out that much money. So they don't have the impact that you guys think they do. But what I'm talking about is perception. And that's something that the conservative right cannot wrap their heads around at all, is that perception is reality. Oh, yeah? How much money do they give them? Because I've looked into some of those places and it ain't that much. We're talking about a couple thousand dollars. And a couple thousand dollars is nothing to sneeze about. If someone wanted to give me a couple thousand dollars, I'd certainly take it. But you're going to tell me that's going to be enough to raise a child? They aren't doing what you guys think they're doing. It's a good, it's like everything conservatives do. It is a good image. It is, it is a presentation. There's no there there behind it. There's no there there at all. Show me their financials and then I'll take it far more seriously than I do right now. Anyway, moving on. 
In this perspective, rights aren't innate. They're determined instead by a person's place in the conservative hierarchy. The opposite view that everyone has rights by virtue of their humanity requires us to change the way we commonly think of children. Liberals aren't immune to the belief that children are property. The mainstream fear-mongering over trans youth tell us as much. Yet, uh, combating the power of the parental rights movement requires an answering conviction uh, in in the rights of children. We can see them as people, uniquely vulnerable, yes, but nevertheless, people who are independent minds and will develop uh, private lives of their own. So I'm going to say this. Show me evidence for for people who are pissed off about the pro-life stuff, where I'm blatantly calling out pro-life people on looking like idiots. Show me the evidence that conservatives spend more money helping to take care of unwanted kids after they're born than they do in getting rid of abortion. I want the evidence. If you're honestly telling me that conservatives don't just care about kids when they're in the womb before they're born and that they care about them just as much afterwards, show me the evidence that conservatives spend more money taking care of unwanted children who are born because of their help than they do on preventing abortion. If no one can show me that evidence, then you know what the answer is and I know what the answer is. They care about the issue. They don't actually care about the children. They never have. It is only about control. That's it. It's about religion and control. Anyway. There is no way to control a child forever. My parents learned that much. And and by the way, the if there are still conservatives fighting this pro-life battle and you're not paying attention to how they're arguing parental rights, then you guys are going to lose. And and you're going to lose your kids that have already been born. If like you got Roe v. Wade overturned, okay? It completely fucked your electoral chances for the entire rest of your lives, but you got what you wanted. You got the great Roe v. Wade overturned. If you are now continuing to fight against people having abortions in states where it is legal to have an abortion, and you are not turning all of those resources towards fighting this issue to gain control over parental rights, the left is going to take all your children from you. And you will deserve it because you did nothing to stop it. Because you continued to cry and scream about abortion, paying more attention to the kids that are not born than to the ones living in your house. I promise you this is going to happen. I promise you. They are laying the complete groundwork. They are laying the complete groundwork to take all of your parental rights away, starting when your kids right now are as young as 12 in California. If you're not focusing on that and you're still bitching and complaining about abortion, you are going to lose. And you're not only going to lose politically, you are going to lose your children. We know what they're doing. They're telling us in this article. If this is not a wake up call, 
then I don't know what is. I don't know what is. Well, the children are the ones that are going to suffer the most because they're going to be taken away from their families because the parents did nothing to prevent it. Do you see how that works? Let's see. There is no way to control a child forever. My parents learned as much. I hid books from them and discovered different ways of thinking through literature and uh, uh, futurative on or fur- furtive. There we go. Furtive online searching. In relatively short order, I became an atheist and a socialist. She admitted. Oh, I missed this last night. Told you. I told you this was a socialist. When you watch Socialism Saturday, you know the language that socialists use. You can identify the socialists without even them even saying they're socialists. A fate so dire that the former trustee in my evangelical college told me he hoped my parents died before they knew the truth. They did not share his sentiment. If my example means nothing, it's this. Children are not dogs to train, but adults in formation. They will learn someday soon that the future belongs to them. What they do with that knowledge matters to everyone. Children aren't private property, but a public responsibility. I'm going to say that line again. Children are not private property, but a public responsibility. That is how these people think. To expand our democratic project to children is to grant them the security the right seeks to deny them. Education, health care, shelter, food. A better America begins with the child. Where did they go wrong? Where did this where did the the author uh, the author's art parents go wrong? Probably uh shoving religion down their throats would be my guess. Probably trying to force them into ideals that they didn't hold. Probably like the, the, they probably had a rebellious stage where they were like, F you mom and dad and went to read Marx for the first time. And then they became a socialist because their parents probably tried to control them and repressed them. And human spirit will always fight against people trying to control it and repress it. So if you don't want your kids to rebel against you and turn them into socialists, don't force your views on them. It's it's honestly really easy most of the time. So what do you guys think of this article? What have we learned from this? They are coming after your parental rights. They are going to say parental rights are dangerous to children. They are going to use the argument that people who want their kids to be trans have parental rights too. They are going to turn every single argument that you're using about parental rights around on you. They're trying to take your children based on based on laws that they're trying to pass, not based on crying and screaming on Twitter. This is real. And I promise you, if you do not want these people to win, if you don't want these people to win, listening to this person is like one of like, the dumbest things you can do. I understand your angst. It's not just the right that has a problem now. 
The left maintains an attitude it's fine to destroy over 600,000 fetuses a year and then bemoan our declining population. Bro, person who I've never seen on this channel before, you think the left is bemoaning a declining population? The left wants the population to decline. The left is not bemoaning any population decline. They want it to decline. They don't care. They think it's a good thing. We know this. We watch them talk about it. They don't care. Time to find your priorities, guys. If you aren't finding your priorities, I don't know what to tell you. And if you are not doing anything, if you personally are not doing anything, no, 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 no. Ears open, mouth shut. If you personally are not doing anything, then do not be surprised when the state takes your children when you do not allow them to medically transition. And it will be your own fucking fault. It will be entirely 100% your fault if the state and the schools take your parental rights away because they were telling you what they want to do. They were laying it out in, quite frankly, every major media outlet, the New York, New York Magazine, New York Times, Washington Post, CNN. They have all had these presentations lately, these articles. There was a conference at the University of Connecticut a couple weeks ago of the brightest legal minds in the country. And the topic of the day-long conference was, are parental rights always in the best interest of the children? They are telling you what you, they are planning to do. They are laying it out specifically. And I am beating this dead horse because conservatives tend not to listen. And so you have to beat the dead horse. If you are watching this stream right now, you have no excuse. You have no excuse at all to not understand what they are going to try to do. Because they are telling you overtly in every major media publication. So if you lose your kids, it's your own damn fault. If the state takes your kids away and transes them without your permission, it's your own damn fucking fault. Because you were presented with what they were going to do. You ignored the information. You continue to whine and complain about abortion and to focus on things that don't matter, like Dylan Mulvaney being on a beer can. You you turned your back on the things that were actually important to engage in nonsense. There are consequences to an action, guys. There are consequences when you focus on things that don't matter. Dylan Mulvaney having a Nike contract does not matter. It does not impact your life at all. In no way. You know what matters? This. This is what matters. 
how you spend your time and your energy is your responsibility. It is no one else's. Stop listening to your influencers who are telling you that Dylan Mulvaney is the most important thing in the world. I don't know what else to say. I really don't. If you don't get it now, and I think most of my viewers do get it, but if you don't get it right now, then you will never get it. Rewind the stream, watch from the beginning, repeat it until you finally understand. But for right now, we're going to move on to happier things.